Sorry. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Father. How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. Um, I finished my administering my last exam of the academic um, semester today. So my students took their philosophy exam this morning, which I'm going to spend great the next week grading on top of other exams and assignments. So uh, my life is very simple right now. I go to community functions and I grade. That is my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the, uh, hopefully the papers are, are successful and they don't find their way into the fire. Yes, that is right. true. I don't think they shall. The students were <laughs> the students are good. The students good. are good. So good, fantastic. And and yeah. uh, just for those who don't know, Father is a uh, professor at St. Mary's College. Um, so if you would like to know what he is uh, teaching, we are not going to be having that on the podcast. Uh, however, uh, you can enroll at smc.edu. <laughs> There's a little plug for the college. All right, uh, but there, that is relevant, Father, because. The past 50 episodes kind of had their start in a class that you were teaching at the college, right? That is absolutely correct. The The genesis to this series was a, a course that I already teach in the college, which was, roughly speaking, an apologetics course. Okay. Um, not a classic apologetics course, but a course ordered at um, particularly understanding the changes in the church and understanding the different ways of responding to them and, and what we think is a balanced way to respond to them um, in the in the SSPX. So it's a special class for our students that um, wouldn't have existed 50 years ago. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the reason we're chatting today, I guess we should we should uh, start start there, is is just to give a quick recap of, of what has happened. It felt odd just to kind of end um, That's, with the last yeah. episode, uh, but also to, to talk a little bit about what's coming next um, and also yes. to... Uh, give our listeners and viewers the opportunity to uh, help us in a few different ways. Um, don't worry, it's not just about money. Uh, there are some other ways too. Um, but Father, uh, let's just take a quick look at the past 50 episodes. What was your favorite episode, would you say? I would say that my favorite episode was one of Father Wiseman's. <laughs> Maybe yeah. two of Father Wiseman's. Do I get, to, can I have two? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say my favorite episodes were um, the, the four questions on navigating the crisis and Father Wiseman's um, little conference on obedience, mm-hmm. on the nature of obedience. That was And that was timely because that came out the exact same weekend as Traditionis Custodes did. And that was not planned. Not planned. Not planned <laughs> at all. Um, I don't know whether to be grateful or feel badly about that, but it is what it is. That's exactly when it yeah. came out. Um, yeah. I, I have to say, Father, my, my favorite was episode 30, Father Ruder, talking about the hermeneutic of continuity. Okay. Um, that was, to me, that just solidified, because that is the major argument of uh, many conservatives uh, in the in the church today, um, that, you know, you can you can make Vatican II work with tradition, and it was it was an excellent episode. I'd, I'd suggest uh, people going back and watching that one. Um, sure. what about, uh, what about th- something that you found the most interesting? Would that be the same answer or something that you didn't know about ahead of time? I know you know everything father, but, um, something that you found interesting or surprising that one of the priests talked about. I, I was, uh, I was, I, I was happily reminded of some things that were f- hazy for me, um, in, in watching father McGillivray 
talking mm -hmm. about infallibility, the scope of infallibility, and talking about the uh, prudential position of Archbishop Lefebvre as regards um, navigating the crisis and, and the Pope and so on, um, how he'd considered the, the possibility of a vacancy, but the prudential considerations that had swayed him in favor of um, continuing to recognize the post-conciliar popes, even um, in, in view of the theological arguments being inconclusive. Um, those were excellent. That, that was probably my my most surprising, interesting episodes as well. I, I liked those quite a bit. Yeah, um, that was good. And then finally, you know, what were some things, um, you, you mentioned the four questions episode, Father. I would say if if people haven't seen any of the episodes yet or just a few, that's the one probably that you would want people to go back and rewatch or watch I, for the first time. If you had to pick. I really think so. I think it was um, very, very valuable. And um, it was, it's hard to market an episode like that, you know, because right. it was something of a summary statement for the whole series. And, but I think that it wasn't, maybe it wasn't very clickbaity the way that we uh, framed it. Many of these things haven't been very clickbaity. It's not right. really what we do. <laughs> I mean, right. So we tried sometimes. <laughs> we did a few in there. I think there was there was an episode we called Modernist Catholics Aren't Really Catholic. We tried to do a little BuzzFeed action on it and it didn't quite work. <laughs> but um, so that wasn't, it wasn't necessarily a very appealing title or very um, even illustrative of what the, the episode was about, but it was a complete summary in, in brief and high level of everything that we've tried to talk about, I think. So it was a it was a very valuable thing, and Father Wiseman did a great job. In fact, if I could let you in on a secret, uh, yeah. Andrew, um, it's one of the things that I'm actually glad about f from the point of view of my not having recorded all of these episodes myself. The other priests certainly did bring um, not only a fresh voice, a fresh a personality, a different change of personality, change of tone, a change of pace, but more particularly. Um, our minds work differently. Um, hopefully we all have working minds, but they right. work in different ways and communicate in different ways. Right. And um, Father Wiseman has a great talent, I think, of seeing things from a high perspective and giving a very clear, lucid um, outline and then filling in the details from there. I... In fact, for both of those um, episodes, the, the obedience and the, the four questions, I had given Father Wiseman notes of my own just so that he had something to work with. And in each case, okay. he departed from the notes, which I'm glad of. Um, I'm glad of because my notes were, in each case, very, very detailed, very nitty-gritty, um, right down into all of the details, and probably far too much detail for one episode and far too much sure. detail for ordinary people as well. Um, in, for example, the, uh, the, the four-question script that I gave Father was 45 pages long, and um, even then I wasn't happy with the level of detail and thought that more <laughs> things needed to be which is a small book, really. It's right. not. Um, well, Father, you were on retreat that week, and and you were going to record it, and the schedule didn't work out. So we asked Father Wiseman, and he and I were talking, and he goes, I, "I'm not doing this. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I can't do this." But it ended up working great. I mean, no, I, yours would have been just as good in a different way. But in any but case, 
I'm glad it worked. I'm glad it happened the way it happened. Because Father, I think, made things made some things clear, whereas I would have um, stood to get lost in the weeds a little bit. Um, so that was one of the things that happened when I was uh, helping you to look at some of the comments, you know, mm-hmm. and the comments that come in and you think, gosh, everything we say can be attacked from 15 different points of view. <laughs> and it makes you very guarded about what you say. Um, yeah. And yeah. so I was trying to cover all the bases and to protect myself and to, to, to anticipate all the objections that could come in from every angle and to try to cover everything and make it a kind of d- definitive exhaustive. And Father Wiseman just like, no, I'm not doing this. This is, <laughs> this is overkill. If, so, if you um, try to, uh, if you try to plan on, on a talk or a conference or one of these episodes based on what people in the comment boxes are going to say, it's not going to happen. <laughs> It's just not going to get done. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so uh, speaking of, I didn't say that. Speaking of, um, speaking of some negative aspects, Father, what do you think we could have done better in this series? What do you think we've learned for the next the next series? I think probably the main challenge that we had at the beginning was finding the right format, the right length, mm-hmm. and that was something that we particularly. I had gone back and forth about with the priests at the very beginning. Um, I know that I had recorded some longer ones, and Father Bormo, Lord rest him, was of the opinion that they, and he was um, in charge of mm-hmm. of communications, really, communications. Um, Angelus yep. Press Sensor. So he, he was of the opinion that it should be more kept to a kind of half-hour frame, in the in the on the model of the great courses so a, a short number of episodes 20 24 half hour episodes in one series and um <clears throat> he didn't he wasn't heavy handed he didn't tell me do this but right. it was his, what he thought would be most effective and so i of course i wanted to listen so there was a time when i was we were advising all the priests please keep the content limited to a 30 minute frame or thereabouts and i think about halfway through recording we realized this isn't necessary and it's not going to work anyway some of the issues just demanded more time to elaborate and explain properly but some of those episodes that were were recorded early even if they may have aired later would, for example, have been um, Father Tranquilo's treatment of certificantism, Father Tranquilo's treatment of um, whether Benedict's resignation was valid or invalid, and whether he was still... also. Yeah, and, yeah all, a lot of those. Um, and some of the earlier episodes that, in fact, actually aired. Mm-hmm. So, I think... If we were to do the thing again, I just wouldn't have imposed that limit. I would have told the priest, yeah. speak as long as you need to to develop your ideas, but uh, keep it fresh and don't be boring. And when you've got well, nothing else to say, stop saying it. We can and, always and cut the episodes think, up as well. Right. And I don't think Father Borma was wrong in suggesting that because all the all the knowledge that we had up to that point has told us, you know, keep it short. That's the standard people on all the advisors on how to make YouTube videos t- tell us that. But then yes. as we started going and we had a few that were longer there was no drop off in viewership. So we said, all right, let's, let's do this the right way. So yeah, we, we learned I, from that moving forward. I think that some, there were, there were some details lost by that time cap yeah. that were, that would have been valuable. So 
um, the, particularly these questions, complicated theological questions of of Sedevicantism and all of the uh, implications and all of the uh, issues involved. There's a t- ton of issues involved, um, which I don't think we can pretend to have dealt with in any sort of definitive way. That would be oh. to deal with Sedevicantism in a video series for us, from our point of view, would probably be 24 episodes of 90 minutes each, just to do some kind of justice to the topic. Right. Um, in my opinion, there's just so much, and the same with um, with the question of the resignation of Pope Benedict. We uh, we certainly didn't meet all of the theological and canonical issues that those who are committed to this um, position would be interested in. Really, but it is sure. what it is. You know, you live and you learn. Right. Well, and there's always opportunity that we can come back and revisit some of these questions. And certainly, on that yeah. note. Um, let's talk a little bit about the future, Father. Um, I'm, you know, speaking of the podcast in general and the video series in general, we've we've thrown around a few different ideas, um, to put it mildly, um, about <laughs> what series could come next. Um, we have. Now, for those who are not uh, super familiar with what we've been doing on the podcast before the crisis series, um, we've gained some some listeners and some viewers uh, during the series, and and very appreciative of that. But we've been doing. Uh, podcasts and episodes for the past couple of years, uh, we've had this questions with Father uh, regular series, which is the one that I asked you to originally come on. <laughs> that's and how that's, um, that's how this thing happened. In fact, yeah, that um, and so Andrew I, had a list of of questions from viewers, and he said, "Father, we've got this questions with Father series. Would you care to answer any of these questions?" And I looked at them and I said, "No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather." I'd rather talk about the crisis right now, right. but this is how well, the it, whole thing happened. But And I, I'd like to continue doing the, the questions with Father episodes. I think they're good, and, and you can still ask questions on the website, sspxpodcast.com. You just go to questions with Father uh, to, no, that, to that section. I'm um, sure we would like get some great that. questions there. Absolutely. Because I've seen even some great questions coming up in, in the comments threads on the crisis series. Right. If somebody had time, we could go through and find the best ones and pick those up and put them in, but... Right. Um, uh, but beyond the questions with Father and beyond the crisis series, which has just ended, um, let's talk a little bit, Father, about what is coming next for for the next series. We've talked about a few different uh, ideas. I know we, we talked with Father Wiseman possibly about doing uh, a course on the Summa. Um, oh, what else is, is in the is in the works, Father? That, that, so I have some news there on Father Wiseman. Okay. Um, and that's I've been speaking to him. And he's pretty excited about the project. He's got a lot of thoughts about how to make it work. But one thing that was suggested in the course of planning was why, rather than doing the Summa Theologica, why not try to start with and explain another work that St. Thomas famously wrote, the Summa Contra Gentiles, which is his other big Summa, which is... um systematic wow. series of questions aimed more at explaining the faith to non-Catholics, non, non-Christians. Okay. So um, not assuming the fact of revelation, nothing, just more starting with pure philosophy. So and is it more of like a, an apologetical work that St. Thomas did? It's, it's more apologetic in its focus, I would say. But okay. it's, 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 it's has much more 
more objections to each article and um, discusses things in more detail that the Summa Theologica touches or assumes more. It's a great piece. It's a great, wow. um, it's a wonderful monument. And as you, you know, less well known and less talked about, um, certainly today. So Father, I think, is is considering that that might be a better series to do, which is very exciting to me as well. Sure. Oh, of course, great. As, a, as a philosophy teacher, it's something that, you know, I have, have contact with, but not everybody will. So that's, right. for some, it will be a first introduction, and that's a great thing. That's great. That's exciting. Um, so we have uh, the SUMA series with Father Wiseman um, that we're considering. We've also been talking with a couple of our priests, uh, one smaller possible series that we've been talking about with uh, Father McFarland, who's the vocations director, is a series just on vocations. And that might be a six, eight, ten episode um, yeah. small series or mini series, I guess you'd call it, just on vocations. Well, that, going through that would be great. how to discern a vocation. What is the voca- you know, what is a vocation like? Uh, talking to some of the sisters, SSPX brothers, so forth. That would be very interesting too. That would be excellent. Father yeah. McFarland, um, and I have talked about this whole question of vocation, and I find his uh, his thought on the matter clear and and refreshing. So, yes. um, I think that would be a, a great thing. Um, certainly, I agonized over my vocation for many a year before mm-hmm. finally deciding to go to seminary. And um, if I had had a thirty minute conversation with Father McFarland, I might have. It saved me a few years of agony, but um, <laughs> but it was the way it was meant to be in Providence sure. and so on. But yeah, sure. Well, what what else is is in the possible possible loop um, of coming up next for other series? Um, so, catechism is that still on 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 the table? The things that we've talked about are mm-hmm. um, not catechism as such, but maybe uh, a Catholic doctrine. Mm-hmm series so more ad- adult well, i guess what they would call adult formation but um yeah a, a, an introduction an overview systematic overview of catholic doctrine and then maybe following the catechism of the council of trent for a structure but sort of di- diving into a few more of the details than than you would get in certainly in in a little catechism question and answer book that's one of the things that's been discussed. Another thought is to keep with the, the theme of, of the crisis series and just to go back and look at a series on, on the great encyclicals. Mm. So that would be equivalent to something like an Acts of the Magisterium course in one of our seminaries. So in, in the SSPX seminaries, we have... A special course dedicated to studying the um, the encyclicals of the popes on particularly the problems which affect the modern world, so liberalism and um, all of its substitutes: <laughs> right. liberalism, modernism, Freemasonry, um, ecumenism, the nature of the excellent. church, yeah. and. And the advantage of that is that there's a good companion book for it, the uh, Against the Heresies of Archbishop Lefebvre, which more or less outlines the course that he taught in Econ on that very um, theme. And it would get people reading the encyclicals, which is 
a great thing. Yeah. And having priests being able to explain them. And also it, it could be easy enough to, um, to prepare because I'm sure a number of our priests have taught that course in our seminaries. I know Father Robinson, I believe Father Robinson has, and mm -hmm. another number of other priests as well. And, and all of us have, um, have gone to the, right. the classes. So it would give us a, uh, an opportunity to, you know, to talk about our favorite encyclical and maybe um, give a, a kind of reading guide for that. And th that can't help hurt us at all in the current climate, right. just to get our bearings and to orientate ourselves with what, you know, how has the church traditionally thought, judged these things, expressed herself. So that's one thought, a kind of, I'd say, great encyclical series. Um, I was I was thinking about that because Father Pagliarani um, just spoke at the Angelus press conference and he emphasized um, how much it had affected Archbishop Lefebvre in being able to navigate what happened in the 50s and the 60s and later, that in his seminary in Rome he had studied the, you know, the anti-modernist encyclicals, the anti-liberal um teaching of the church traditionally. And so he had a very clear grounding in the traditional mind of the church on these matters, which had been for him principles to live by and to judge the changes in the church by. So I think that would be a possibility, but maybe people would want to change from all of this controversy and speaking about the crisis in the church. It does seem like it could be a bit much to go straight into a crisis in the church season two. Maybe there's a right. maybe there's a, a break that we need because at the end of the day it's not the only reality. So maybe right. in a certain way it would be more healthy and more wholesome just to come back to the uncontroversial main Catholic doctrines and make sure that we're nourishing our souls with with the perennial truths of the faith, which would be true in or out of a crisis. Right. Other suggestions that we have um, thrown around now remind me, Andrew. Um, I know we talked about doing some kind of emotional health Catholics and Catholics and emotional mental health navigating questions of um, depression and addictions and therapy and how that all plays in. And um, I, I wonder if that we don't necessarily have a book to follow there. So we would be developing something highly nuanced and right. um, quite involved um, I don't think that's something to rush into. It's something I would be very interested to see in the end because there Me is too. a lot of there is a lot of interplay between our emotional and mental health and our practice of the faith. And sometimes they can our practice of the faith can be negatively impacted by the things that we've gone through and the things that are still affecting us at, the, at those levels. And 100%. so to sort it all out and how am I meant to deal with this and do I just pray more and what if I pray more and I still want to die and <laughs> all of these sorts of questions. Well, right, and, and just the basic questions of, you know, doing therapy as a Catholic, you know, can you go to a mental health professional? These types of questions. We've had a couple of those questions already on the Questions with Father episodes a couple years yes. ago. Uh, yeah. But developing that further and, and getting into that would be a fascinating topic. I would love to do it, but it would be a huge amount of work, uh, maybe more than some of the other ones we've talked about. Like you I said, think just it because would be we don't a have huge that amount of work. And, um, and I don't, I mean, I think that inevitably all of the priests would have a slightly different perspective sure. there. 
sure. slightly different leaning there. So there might be some work to um, make sure that we were all in agreement on on a basic mode of presentation, um, and not having episodes that um, where there was pe- more conf- bringing more confusion than it brought light. Right. That's not okay to say. I think I think all the priests in general would agree on many many things, but maybe there would be differences of emphasis or differences of judgment. And some of the things are very concrete as well. So you can only you can give broad principles, but in individual things are case by case. So right. Well, what else on, have we on, talked about, Andrew? I feel like there's uh, other series. There are a couple other ones. I think we've talked about one of the other ones that what comes to we mind. We talked is, about apologetics, didn't we? Apologetics. Um, we've also talked about doing a whole series on, on our lady, uh, the different Marian apparitions or the different titles under which she's, uh, venerated. That's another possibility. Again, just totally taking a step back from controversy, just talking about our lady, that would be kind of a breath of fresh air as well. Uh, just kind of getting away from this nitty gritty stuff, but there's still some controversy in some of the Marian apparitions. I don't know that we want to get into that. I mean, well, I, again, that's just going to be questions of opinion, most of most mostly because um, because some things the church has ruled on, and some things are free, and the things right. that are free, um, then people form their opinions. So, sure. I I don't know, I don't know how useful that would be because it seems to me that in matters that are free we could be needlessly antagonistic to people who have a difference of opinion which is only an opinion sure so i might be disinclined there but we have talked about it i mean certainly to explain the the titles of our lady in um the litany of loretto and their historical perspective or something that would be something fascinating yes but to dive into do i believe in garabandala or not um that might be less non-controversial than, than you would think, less, in fact. And maybe less edifying, sure. <laughs> well, so. all, of these, all of these suggestions, and we have a few more um, on the website uh, right now, we are inviting the viewers, listeners to um, participate and help us. This is one of the ways you can help. Uh, go to sspxpodcast.com slash survey, um, and you can find a list there of some of the ideas that we have, and you can also submit some ideas. If there's something that we haven't talked about, maybe you have an idea for another whole series yeah. uh, that we haven't even considered yet. Uh, please let us know. It would be, we will definitely read all the submissions and yeah, we will. Yeah, we certainly have um, enough priests who I think would be willing to help. So none of our priests are internet priests. We don't right. do this. We have our lives. We have our apostolate. We have our schools. We have our grading and um, our confessionals and all of our normal parish duties, and some of us have our missions, but usually um, a priest can find five, ten hours to prepare something to say and record it. And sure. um, so it would be good. I think we can, you know, get to know some of the, some of the other priests and keep keep building a, a big series like that. is a is a good resource. It'd be I think it gives um, cohesion as well, direction right. and cohesion. Well, on, on that note, um, we, we do need some help uh, from a monetary standpoint, from a product standpoint. Um, so what I mean by that is, again, we are not set up for this. We meaning the, the priests of the Society of St. Pius X. Uh, for instance, Father, you are, you're in the Angelus Press office right now. Uh, you don't have a recording studio in your office. You don't have the equipment for it. So 
what we'd like to do is set up some sort of kind of traveling little recording studio that we can send along to the priests. Um, and we need uh, your monetary support for that, um, just to be blunt. Um, so if you could go to sspxpodcast.com, monthly recurring donation, that would help us immensely. We also have an Amazon wish list set up that'll be sent directly to Angelus Press. Uh, there's some equipment that would be super helpful. Getting three or four little recorders, you know, like like these, that uh, they can travel around and go to the different priests um, to increase the quality of the recording so it's not doesn't sound like someone's talking in a, you know, the back of a Hoover vacuum uh, while they're recording a podcast would be uh, very yeah. helpful. No, so, you, some, there have been some complaints. He sounds, the priest sounds like he's in a fishbowl. Right. Well, that's, an equi- that's an equipment question. It is. It is. Um, it's the, just a resources priest, question. We don't have uh, the right things yet. So Right. Well, um, with that little uh, request for help out of the way, uh, another way, if you don't have monetary wow. means, which a lot of people are asking for help right now, and it's around Christmas time, we get that. Um, you can share the podcast and, and send it to friends and family. Um, that would help us as well. So... I'll stop asking for stuff, and Father, thank you. I'm just going to close by saying thank you for all of the support behind the scenes that you uh, did for this series and for the episodes that you recorded, and also a huge thank you to all of our priests yeah. uh, who spent a ton I of time to do this. absolutely want to second that. It's um, It's been a great joy to work on. It's been pretty exciting, and um, nothing that I really expected to be involved with at all, but I'm very grateful to Father, Father Rector, Father Rutledge, my superior, who um, permitted me to take this project on on top of my existing duties, which are already considerable, um, mm-hmm. teaching and, and looking after my parish and so on. And I asked him, and he blessed that um, permission. So, and to all the, the superiors of all the priests, really, who've given permission, because you know we're, we're, we live in religious houses and we are not our own bosses in most cases. Um, right. Father Sherry, Father Sherry. well, <laughs> some of the district superiors, yes, but right. um, in a certain sense. But um, for many of us, we're, we're just priests in a priory. We have our own work. We have our own things to balance. And so we have to ask permission. Father, may I record this? And the prior says, yes, you may. No, you may not. And mm-hmm. so the, the, the priors have been very um, supportive and very generous with those permissions and I'm grateful for that and I'm grateful to all of the fathers who have um, worked on this and um, edified and uh, enlightened us by their by their their talents and their application and their study it's been it's been great and thank you fathers and it's really something very timely I think I think we we have to admire the providence of God because it really was um, the, the the civil crisis caused by um, the shutdowns and the the COVID situation that precipitated us into this series right. in a very real way. It was the the fact that people were unable to get to the normal masses that that led to that God used to. Um, to show many people that um, that traditional Catholicism was a functional option, and it coincided um, with the SSPX being more or less cast onto the internet unwillingly, because although we had some efforts in the past, um, 
as much as we could in proportion to our means and our resources, um, suddenly we were forced to engage because people couldn't even in some places people couldn't even go to mass with us because of the state's um, impositions and requirements and restrictions. So the the surging rise of broadcast masses of the SSPX that enabled many people to get in touch with the traditional mass. For the, maybe sometimes for the first time or to remember it after many years. And then all of the efforts at communication that we did. So in St. Mary's, actually, this is a little plug. It's yeah. not much thought about, but in, when we first were forced to shut our church in St. Mary's, Kansas, we Father Rutledge had this idea, which was excellent in my opinion, of asking the priests to record what he called a time with Father. So it's a little casual, informal chat with um, with the faithful that he we were broadcasting um, during the lockdown two or three times a day, and then and then every day. So if you go back, um, those are well worth listening to, and it's it's good to get to know the priests as well. You know, get to know yeah. the personalities of the different priests. They all have a different perspective. They all bring something different. They all have a different field of um, work and a different personality. And and the, you you learn a lot just by the different styles of the different priests. That time with Father series, we recorded many episodes um, until the things eased up. And they can be revisited. If you're feeling a void in your life from the end of this series, you're very welcome to go back and, and revisit those things. Um, I think Andrew will be able to put the link there. But suddenly yeah. we had all of this stuff, and, and it was about the same time that we had this the Crisis series kind of pushed, you know, as a as a as a as an idea, and um, I think it's all very very providential. We see how God uses even these trials and um, frustrating frustrating realities in the world um, to serve His, you know, to 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 give us graces and to give us light and to to help us. So it's it's, it's admirable for me. Um, and. And wonderful. So I'm, right. I'm grateful that there's many, many people, thanks be to God, who um, have found this to be helpful and to help them get their bearings. And that's great. So I'm, I'm, God bless you all. Thank you for, for listening and for supporting us. And please do pray for, for all of us. Pray for the priests. Know that we pray for you. Right. Father, thanks so much. Look forward to seeing you all again. Right. God bless you by now. You too.